You're listening to the Leading Healthy Creative Teams podcast with Matt Curtis. This is the podcast that helps you take your creative team from wherever you are today to healthy and effective. Hey friends, thank you so much for joining me this week. We are starting a new series on clarity this week. I'm very excited because if you've ever worked with a creative, I know for me as a creative, clarity is so important. You, if you've worked with me, you will know that I say, oh, we need more clarity here. I don't fully get, can I get some more clarity here? <laughs> it's always an ongoing thing. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. And that's actually what the series is going to be about. This week, I'm going to talk through the case for clarity. Why does clarity matter? Why is it important? But first, I want to walk through what we're going to be doing over the course of this series so you can get a sense of kind of the, the architecture of it. Before we get started... I want to have a very clear request for you. Would you do me a huge favor and would you review the podcast? I want an honest review. It doesn't have to be, you know, I'm not going to beg for five stars. I want to hear what you actually think. The, the reason for this is it's helpful for the podcast in terms of exposure, but it's also helpful for those who are making the decision as to whether or not they're interested in listening to this podcast. And so I would love if you take a couple minutes and do that. That would be an, an absolute huge help to me. And I would appreciate it very, very much. So there's there's an example of clarity. That's our first one. We've done it. <laughs> I really do appreciate if you take the time to uh, to write a review. Those are those are very helpful. I know for me, I'm always evaluating a podcast first based on the uh, the reviews because that determines whether I sink the next twenty or twenty five minutes into the podcast. I guess on in some cases the next couple hours. But there you go. Okay, so these these reasons uh, or these areas where clarity is so important. The first one here that I want to really elevate, and we're going to have a full episode on it. Who are we? There's a clarity that comes from knowing who you are. I'm going to have my business mentor on. Uh, she walked me through the discovery process to help me really understand what Lunchtime Heroes is. What is this business? What's the purpose of it? What am I trying to accomplish? And I'll, I'll save a lot of the sort of uh, insights for that conversation, but it was it was a remarkable process for me, and I can function so much more effectively now because of the work that we've been doing together. So very appreciative of of her, but also very appreciative of this discovery process uh, and knowing who I am. That's a really helpful part. So we'll talk about that next week, and then from there, how can we make decisions? There's clarity that comes from values. But I want to push a little bit against the generic values that we often create. So I'm going to go through my values for Lunchtime Heroes, but I'm going to go through them from the perspective of why they are helping me make practical day-to-day -day decisions. That's the key with values. If you have values that are aspirational and sit on a wall and look pretty, it doesn't actually help you make day-to-day -day decisions. And it doesn't then free up the rest of your team to be able to act. The next major area here where clarity is helpful, why should we do this? <laughs> There's often a question when a, pro a project surfaces. I mean, why should we be doing that? There's a clarity that comes from mission. I'm going to have a, a, a friend of mine who runs a marketing company, and I am blown away about how, at how passionate he is about clarifying the mission for the church. And so he's going to have some really uh, amazing insights, honestly. I mean, I haven't recorded the episode yet, but I'm confident that there, there's going to be amazing insights. Uh, really thankful for the work he's doing. The week after that, we're going to have, what should we be doing? <laughs> the clarity that comes from purpose. And we're going to have another guest on that week. And th there's just, there's so many things that you can be doing. 
in, in your ministry, but you shouldn't be doing all of them. And so how do you get to that point where you have clarity, like around the purpose? Why are we doing this? And then the last week, it's back to me again, and we're going to talk about what, what are the project details? It sounds like a silly one. You know, sometimes we get caught up in the clouds, like, oh, what's the vision? What's the very high level thinking that goes into this event? Yeah, sometimes it's like, no, I literally don't know when the event is, and that's a problem for your creative team. And so we're going to talk through what it looks like to have a creative brief, and we're going to wrestle a little bit with the formality of the like tried and true industry gr- creative brief. But then we're also going to look at what what actually works in the church. And so we're going to talk through th- those things. So that's that's a broad overview of what this series is going to be looking like. I'm really excited about it because clarity is such a critical element for success in the creative space. So there you go. Oh, you may be asking, but I don't know how to get clarity. That's actually going to be one of the weeks too. That's a little bit more on the... Uh, on the practical advice side of things rather than sort of the larger study of clarity. But let me talk a little bit about some of the reasons that clarity is helpful. And again, these categories are so, um, they're just such a great expression of where we get stalled out. At the end of the day, clarity, it tells you where to go. That's why it's so important. Progress doesn't happen on accident. And so when you're making your day-to-day decisions in your organization, knowing which next step to take is a really important thing. There was a story that always comes to mind when I'm talking about clarity and focus. Uh, in high school, a friend of mine, was uh, he was like a competitive mountain biker. So he would do like downhill. And I didn't fully understood what that meant until years later. And I was watching you know, ESPN 17 or something. And they had a, they had a downhill mountain bike competition. <laughs> And I watch these guys, they are flying down mountains, like just moving. And man, if you fall, it's big trouble. And I remember he came to school a couple of days <laughs> and I was like, bro, what happened? It's like, yeah, I fell <laughs> in my race this weekend. But, but so he had an extra bike. We were riding on some local trails. And one of the things that he told me is he said, if you want to avoid an obstacle, don't look at the obstacle look at where your bike should go. Look at the safe path because your bike will drift wherever you're looking. So if you're, if you're trying to avoid that rock and you're staring at the rock, you will inevitably drive or ride your bike into that rock. And that was really, I mean, it was a, it was a profound lesson in the sense that one, it was critical for my survival on that trail. But second, it has been a lesson that is applied to, to all of my work life. Clarity tells you where to look. And so if, if, you're, if your creative team is, is looking at really cool gear, but, but that's, not, that's not the direction that you're supposed to be going, or it doesn't facilitate going in that direction, that means that they're looking in the wrong spot. Very practically, I'm in the middle of flipping around my podcast setup. I have a wonderful piece of equipment that I love that has four channels of audio, lets me have a conversation with four people in person. I bought it pre-COVID <laughs> and I bought it when I was around a bunch of people that I, you know, would invite over to have a conversation. Now the nature of what I do is so, is so uh, decentralized in, in a way, I don't need something that facilitates it. So I'm planning on getting rid of it. That's, that is a clarity, purpose-driven type of decision. Now it sounds silly. You're just selling a piece of equipment. No, I understand that. But, but that's the level that clarity helps you function in. Clarity legitimately helps you make gear decisions. Should I buy this piece of software? 
should I buy this piece of equipment? Is this camera going to perform better for us or is this one? There was a season where we, we bought a camera that was exporting or that lets you record in this incredibly high quality bit rate, high file size. And I remember asking the video guy, I said, Hey, but isn't this going to make it a lot slower for us to do all of the other parts of the video, like editing and like copying files and exporting? Isn't all of that going to balloon in time? And the answer unfortunately was yes. So we made a decision that was based on one person's value, which was, I want things to look better, but we didn't take into account the, the practical problems or the needs of the organization, which was actually a higher volume of work getting done. And so that's a really good example of where clarity should be informing, or we should have the clarity on these things to be able to inform all of the, all of the decisions that we're making, including gear, because gear only exists to support what you're trying to accomplish. That's it. It's the only purpose that gear has. It's not, it's not a toy. It's not a nicety. It's not, you know, if it doesn't help you move your mission forward, then you're not investing in the right stuff. So it tells you where to go. Huge, huge piece of clarity. Now, similarly, clarity tells you where not to go. And so, you know, we've kind of dipped into that a little bit. So don't buy the camera. That's going to make things super inefficient for you or, (laughs) or do go that direction if, if top tier pinnacle quality is your goal and you recognize that you're not going to be able to produce as much volume because of the practical implications of that. So that's exactly where this stuff lives. When you have clarity around your goals, then you can make very good decisions. The next thing here is it helps you identify wins. You know, we talk a lot about how do you evaluate what is successful and what isn't. If you don't have clarity, it's nearly impossible to celebrate well because what you value may not be what somebody else values. I know it's the case for me. There were certain events that I thought were absolute home runs. And for other people, it wasn't even on their radar. And it was because we all, and, and this is what happens in a space without clarity, we all developed our own standard. We all had our own values. We all had our own measures, you know? So a ministry leader would come in and we'd say, man, I can't believe it. We had 175 people show up. And I'm thinking, man, I'm excited because we had 800 sign up. Like signups are the win for me because Com built the form. Man, we killed it. And then, and then nobody's really having this conversation to say, well, wait a minute. If 800 people signed up and 100, 175 people showed up, that's a, that's a huge amount of atrophy. We have a major problem here. But, but instead, I'm going home and I'm telling my wife, hey, let's eat out tonight. The form that we built brought in 800 people. And then the ministry leaders going home and saying, Hey, let's go out to eat tonight. We 170 people, 175 people showed up to our event and we're living in an environment where there's a huge problem, but nobody sees it. And so clarity helps you identify what should be celebrated. It also helps you understand what you should repeat. Cause if we haven't identified what a win is, then we're not going to know. And so we may just catch ourselves in 10 years on this, you know, on this hamster wheel where we're just continually putting out the same types of events, doing the same kinds of things, getting into the routine of ministry. And, and we're really neglecting the fact that what we're doing isn't really working. And there's some major gaps and some major problems 
but nobody's taken the time to identify clearly what those things are. So that that's a huge component of what clarity brings. Without it, you won't know what to celebrate and you won't know what to repeat. And then another area here that we've talked a little bit about in a previous episode uh, about managing the team. And this is really the reason that these, these four cores of the creative are so important to me is because they, they, are, they are the framework through which you can help identify who needs to grow. So when your organization doesn't have clarity on this, and, and I'll be honest with you, most organizations, most churches, I'll say, most churches don't have clarity in terms of the expectations of your role, in terms of how you're going to be evaluated, and in terms of how to identify if growth is needed for you. I've just, I've not found many churches that are good at this. Uh, there are churches that pride themselves on it, but, but typically what happens is they focus on a particular bent. So they'll focus on leadership. So I've worked at organizations that are, man, they are all about leadership development. As a creative, it didn't help me at all because none of it helped me grow as a designer or as a creative. It was all about how to manage people or you know, how to make you know, leadershipy decisions. I'm like, that's great, but I'm not in leadership and this doesn't help me. Now, later on, it was somewhat helpful, but it still wasn't as impactful as maybe the, the organization thought it was. <laughs> we'll put it that way. And so if, if you're struggling with your creative team, in, in a lot of ways, it's probably because they're not growing or because they don't have the framework because no, nobody knows how to help them identify that growth is necessary. This is really a, it's a real problem, but this is where clarity is so helpful. And this is where the framework, of course, I think is so helpful. It really helps you identify who needs to grow and it, it identifies pathways and arenas in which growth can happen. So is this an imagination issue? Is there a way that we need to kind of stoke imagination? Is this a skills issue? Is this a heart issue or is it a systems issue? Those are the four categories that make up that, that framework. And what it does is it provides you clarity around how you're doing in each of those areas. So that is a, another element of what clarity gives you. It helps you identify who needs to grow. And then it, if you're doing it right, you have a, a pathway to begin that conversation of growth. So there, there's always questions when it comes to clarity. Like I'm not in an environment that is, that is super, you know, th there's not a lot of clarity here. Uh, I'm going to go very quickly through this next portion, uh, but we're going to have an episode on really how to drive clarity in the organization, but just some very practical things. So you're not left hanging for now. Some things that you can do if you're not exactly in the most, you know, clarity prone organization. The first thing that I really prioritize is focus on adding clarity in your own area first. So you're, you're managing something you're over something, honestly, even if you're not, even if you're a junior designer listening to this. There's a, there's a series of tasks that you're responsible for. You have the opportunity to be very clear in that area, to add clarity to that, to that focus. Do that. Invest energy into that. Spend time making sure that every client knows where their project is. Or if you lead the creative team, make sure that your creative team is operating this way. How can we operate in a way that is very high-level clarity? How do we do that? And then invite other people into clarity. So once you've established that you have a you run a team that's that's functioning in a very clarity high way invite others to be a part of that you, you they're not going to be clear <laughs> but but help them this is where that that extra proactivity is really important 
take it, take it up a notch. You reach out to them to help them do their jobs. Well, you reach out to them when there's a deadline or ahead of it to say, Hey, can I help you write content for that? Hey, do you have what you need? Hey, I just want to remind you the deadline's coming. Is there any way I could be helpful? You can help other people grow in clarity. And so invite them in. And then the last thing, protect the clarity that you have. <laughs> we had a, I had a conversation like this recently with a client where someone on the team was looking to uh, disrupt one of the processes that was really important for clear communication. Wasn't intentional, wasn't malicious. It was, I want to be involved in this in some way, shape or form. And so I'm, I'm asking that you do this instead of your process. And so uh, the, the, the creative team leader and I had a conversation and we talked through the, the pros and cons and we talked through some of the sort of the net impact. The reason that this conversation worked is because we had clarity around what the roles of these systems were. These weren't just preferentially driven management processes. This is, this is very clear in terms of why we're doing what we're doing. We have a very clear reasoning for it. It's based on historical understanding of how projects work. You know, there's a lot of things that went into this, this structure. And so we were able to have a conversation where we then, you know, I didn't, but the, the, the leader of the team went back into that conversation and said, you know what, we're not going to make this change and here's why. And so we educated on clarity and we protected clarity. Build what you got, you know, build in the area that you do have oversight. You can add clarity there, invite others to participate, and then protect it when you do have it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Leading Healthy Creative Teams. This podcast is just one of the ways Lunchtime Heroes helps build healthy creative teams in the church. Stay up to date on the latest by signing up for the Creative Bites email at lunchtimeheroes.co.